What's up, peeps? I'm Mike. And I'm Matt. And I'm Rob. And we are the Pink Gold Peeps, a podcast about two twenty-somethings who talk all things Nintendo and don't spill water all over their friends' table. I guess Matt. I gotta leave then. <laughs> yep. See you later. Rob, it's you and me this week. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're a podcast about two twenty-something-year-olds talking all things Nintendo. Matt and Rob, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Um been a little under the weather the past week but we're we're getting there my voice might still be a little craggly today okay but other than that yeah cool matt i'm okay i keep getting um like total shams offering me jobs oh yeah oh my yeah. god <laughs> all right that's no fun but other than that it's good i'm learning um i'm learning how to code oh yeah i remember seeing the book the other day it's fun cool i i found um i found a, like a four-hour beginner video online so i did that or i'm currently doing that then i found like a nine hour advanced one so then I'll, I'll move to that and then i can understand enough to read the book that i bought that sounds good <laughs> you know this right you'll probably finish kingdom hearts 4 before square enix You're does right <laughs> that's the plan to, to continue kingdom hearts myself Make that fan game. nice um i'm doing well thanks for asking well i just assumed you were gonna speak, asses to be honest with you. uh yeah i have a very stressful day at work so i'm very happy to be home but I'm also, like, don't want to go to sleep, which is why instead of having, like, a beer or something, I'm like, hmm, Mountain Dew. That'll do it. <laughs> That's bad for why me. Why don't you want to go to sleep? Because I want to do a podcast with my friends. That's fair. It's accountant fuel? Yeah. Accountant fuel. Accountant fuel. Oh, yeah. There anyway, um, let's talk about what we've all been playing. So, um, does anyone want to go first, or I can go first? I do. Matt wants to go first. Matt okay, wants Matt. wants to go first. What'd you all have? Right, so, I've actually been playing a game that i bought a long time ago that i didn't really play that much i'm really scared because he was looking me in the eyes as he was saying that <laughs> he's looking at me too it just kind of sat there for a long time after i bought it i told you when i bought it it is uh the banner saga trilogy see i knew <laughs> i was like there's no way he's talking about that he sent us a snapchat <laughs> and i only day. played one mission of banner saga and i went this is neat and then i took it out and I started playing Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I don't believe you. I did. I swear. I started a whole new game. Okay. And I got to right where Jin stabs Rex. stabs Rex. Spoiler alert. The game's two years old. Actually, games, like the, a year and a half. The game's a year and a half old, <laughs> and that was not only in the trailers, but it's in the first hour of the game. I know. Well, a little more than an hour. Well, it depends on how much time you save running around the, the first the town. The area, yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes me very excited, Matt. I'm, I'm happy that you're... Uh, I'm like... I was trying to do, like, an hour a night when I get into bed, but there's something about, like, getting into bed that just magically starts to make me fall asleep. So I just play, like, until I get tired in bed, and then I turn it off. All right. Well, I'm happy that you're actually playing it. Matt sent us a Snapchat of our, all of our friends. Like, look at this game that I found. And it's Xenoblade 2, and I just figured he was pulling my leg. But I'm excited that you're actually playing it, Matt. And I guess because it was Imitate Mike Week, I've also been playing Stardew Valley. Huh, I saw but that. I was so. That's a pretty good imitate Mike week. I was playing video games with my friend, and he was like, "Man, I want to play Surrey Valley. I don't know. If, I don't know if I'd have fun by myself." And I was like, "You, you need to play Stardew Valley." And I yeah. was like, "I was like, if you buy it, I will play it with you." So now we made a farm. It's called Real Bad Farm. The Real Bad Farm. The Real, Real Bad, Bad Farm. Farm. And we farm together. <laughs> well, that's cute. That's really great. That's awesome. We can You can sleep in the same bed as your friends. Aw. Yeah, you can get married to your friends in this game, too. Really? Yeah. Aw. <laughs> it's very nice. 
Well, I'm happy you're playing Stardew Valley and Xenoblade. I really can't complain about anything to you today, can I? No, you can't. Okay. Oh, but you will. I, I'll, I'll <laughs> wait until you hear my maybe fun fact. Will Life I have one? I don't know. away. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, what have you been playing? Um, I, I've been super, super swamped this week with work. Um, but I, um, have, uh, last weekend I picked up, um, a game that's been on my list for a while. It's called Sheepy. Um, oh, this is the sheep game you were telling us about. I, was, I, I, show, I showed it to you after the podcast last week, and it, it I, it's like it's nice. It's kind of like solitaire, where you can like just like do a quick game, kind of. It's it's this card game where basically all of your cards either add or subtract or like do something with the number of sheep cards you have on the board, and the goal is to get to a thousand sheep. Okay, and it's it's a cute light game. Um, I'm, it's it's very comical with the different cards and just yeah some nice of the, it looked really cute so is it like this is like a is it like a, if i were to download solitaire on my switch where like i just play a game of of of, of, sheafy. of sheafy and that's it or is it like are there challenges or is there's it like challenges there's challenges and stuff but like i've only but it's just, it's done just the, the basic main stuff. mode yeah like it's basically like like there's a card that says take uh like there's uh one card there's three cards there's 10 cards so on so on okay all the way up to a thousand and so one will be like level up all of your lowest level sheep to the next level like and like you have to pace out because then there's other things like it'll be like oh a boulder fell kill one of your sheep well yeah and <laughs> so it's like so it's like it's it's longer if you set it up that way but it's yeah and then there's cards that like remove certain cards from the game so if you play your if you play um play cards right you can like <laughs> like there's one get out you're off you're done there's one card that's like the the shepherd that um says get rid of all of your sheep so like you save your your remove card from the game for the shepherd okay so cool. um and right, i'm just making fun of you because you tried to open that seltzer that's already opened no i didn't I was, you went like this you went like this do you ever out. raise bottles to your mouth when the cap is still on there oh no. thousand percent i've i've done that like like back when i was in college i would do that in class and my finance professor, who you you know, she would look at me and she'd go, "Stop, Matt! Did you just?" I'm like, "Shut up! <laughs> Stop talking!" <laughs> um, so yeah, Not so girl. the other game I've been playing this week is uh, Bob is You. Yeah, you were playing that last week. I was right? playing it last week, and um, it was um, I was uh, up at my girlfriend's house this past weekend for our anniversary, Aww. and um, <laughs> I pulled it out, and she she was like looking at me for a second. She's like, "This game looks dumb." And, like, an hour later, she's just sitting there. She's like, I don't know what this puzzle... How do I do this? <laughs> like, it's the kind of game where, like... It reminds me almost of, like, old... Like, old point-and-click games where, like, there's a puzzle. And you'll stare at it for an hour. And then it'll just click. Where you're like, oh, okay. You want me to put this here, this here, this here. And I can... And I like that. I, I'm happy it's, like, a very traditional puzzle. Like, I like yeah. having all the pieces available to me. And be yeah. like, figure it out. Well, and that's the thing that I like about this over like some of those older point and click games because like those point and click games is like i would never thought to combine the the fish and the toothbrush to slay the goat like <laughs> like why would you who would have guessed what did a goat do wrong but now <laughs> all the pieces are in front of you and it's just about logically thinking through it like, i hear it gets real hard yeah listen, it gets hard at like level five like mm -hmm. like the first like level i'm like okay bob it is you like cool done easy next and like you bl you blaze through like the first couple levels and then it's just like here's the word and and you're like Okay. <laughs> but also, there's a way to like beat the game in like the third world. 
Like something when you move the word end around, you could just get the end. It just says the end. Oh, oh my that's, god, that's clever. I like that. Uh, but yeah, I'm happy you're enjoying it. Yeah, I, it's it's also it's another kind of game where like you can like pick it up, play through a level, put it down. Like mm-hmm. it's very that's kind of quick and it's actually very fun. Good, <laughs> good, good. Um, so I finished Diablo three this week. Okay. Uh, I finished the main game. It has the DLC, which is like a fifth act to the game. And I was playing through a little bit of it, and I just kind of was like, you know what? This really isn't doing that much for me. And I don't want to burn myself out on this game, because if, you know, Matt, you ever want to play Diablo 3, like, and we all want to play in one campaign, I don't want to necessarily burn out everything. But I really did enjoy the game. I understand why Diablo 3 was so, like, people get so excited about Diablo games. I played through as a crusader, and my rule was, I don't ever want to die. So mm-hmm. I had all the lifesteal on my weapons and oh my the healing God. for a second. Like, uh, my roommate, friend of the show, Tim, came in and looked at me near the la- one of the last areas of the game. And I'm, like, surrounded by, like, 18 guys and my health bar is not moving. It's just at full. <laughs> He's like, "How? what are you doing? I was like, oh, man, I got lifesteal. And I'm swinging my chain around, oh my hitting God. 15 people at once and not feeling anything. It was great. <laughs> I had a really fun time with it. But uh, I I th- I think I would enjoy it more if I played with other people. Definitely. Well, I th- I think that's what it's like yeah. intended for, you know. Definitely. But then, uh, as you all know, there was an indie showcase la- uh, this this week when we're recording. This is Thursday, March twenty first. Correct. Uh, but there was a sale going on a bunch of indie games, and I finally yeah, I got a game. I finally got a game that I was really looking forward to buying, and I almost bought the night before. Which is Horizon Chase Turbo. I was going to say, is it this one? <laughs> yeah, it's the racy one. I was going to get that one, too. So, Horizon Chase Turbo is... It, I mean, if you've seen a picture of it, you know exactly what it is. It's, like, very reminiscent of pole position and these kinds of, like, arcade-style mm, racers. Arcade, yeah. Gotta go fast. The way the game works is you pick a car and you go. It's The uh, the courses are anywhere between, like, three to five laps, depending on the course. There's 109 courses. Mm-hmm. So, there's a lot of different levels. I think there's, like, 30 different cars to unlock... And in a race, you're playing with 20 other people, and you're trying to, you know, get past everybody. You can use turbos. You start with usually three per match, but you also have fuel. So cars have fuel efficiency. The more fuel efficient your car is, the less gas it uses. And when you use your nitro boosts, it uses additional gas. So if you're using a really fast car, it might have really, really crappy mileage. So you have to hit the gas cans more often. But the car I use isn't necessarily very fast. It has really good handling and mileage. So... I can really only hit the gas can like line like maybe once or twice and still be able to complete a race. In addition to this, you also have permanent upgrades. So every world, there's 12 worlds in the game, and each one has somewhere between like 8 to 10 races in it and one upgrade race, which is unlocked separately from the world. You have to get a certain number of coins to get, to get it. And if you complete an upgrade race, it will give you an option between two different um, two different i guess attributes for your car so you know top speed acceleration handling fuel efficiency nitro speed and you get pick two of them and every single car in your garage gets the upgrade so you get better over time just by beating these upgrade races and it's not necessarily oh only for that one car that you like you know it's every single car you try which is really good and in order to get the points you need to unlock courses and unlock new cars and unlock these upgrades are found by coming anywhere between you know first second or third in a race and there's also like little blue coins that show up on every map usually between 10 to 20 and you have to collect them through the race and if you come in first and collect all the coins you get a super trophy which looks really fancy 
and there is a car at the end of the game. It looks like I was looking through the... There is a car that you only get if you get super trophies on every single course. Oh, my God. Which, when you say there's 109 courses, that's pretty impressive. I am really enjoying this game, right? It's a lot of fun. It looks it looks really <laughs> cool. However... Oh? Oh, fuck! Horizon Turbo. <laughs> fuck it! Fuck it! Fuck it! Fuck it! Fuck, it, fuck this game! Well, you want to know Why? Why? Because I played last night and had a great time, and then I came went into, onto the train this morning, and I turned it on. Three, two, one, go! Game stops. Can you connect to Nintendo Switch Online? Can you connect? There's no. I see no internet connection. Can you connect? Search for internet connection. Obviously, I'm on the train. There's no internet connection. Okay. Try to connect later. It's an always. Online I finish. Game. I finish the race. First place. Stop. You want to get on Nintendo Switch Online? Oh. At the beginning of every race, n- not until it says go. Not like in the three, two, one. <laughs> After it says go, and at the end of every race, it will try to connect to the internet. Why? I don't know. I put my Switch on airplane mode. It still does it, but at least it doesn't try searching for an internet connection every time. And you know what? This is like an extra 30 seconds on every course, like in between levels. But these levels are two minutes long. So it's like... Right. <laughs> Why? This game actually is getting me angry because I'm so happy and I'm enjoying it so much. But playing it on the train literally makes me want to throw my Switch out the window. Just play it here, then. I know, but I don't get a lot of time to play Switch at home. I know. So and just play Bobby's You on the Train. I I already... You, Bobby's You isn't on sale. I'm just very... Like, I'm so excited to play this game, but I'm also so angry that I can't play this game quickly the way I want to. I put it on Reddit today. Has anyone had this issue? No one's had this issue. And Pingle P's official Twitter account this morning tweeted out to Horizon Chase. <laughs> hey, what the hell is this? So pissed. It's such a good game. I would have zero issues with it. I'd be like, well, if you're not into arcade racers, this is not a great game for you, but it's simple, it's easy to play, mm-hmm. it has local multiplayer, it's an awesome game. But damn it, I'm so angry. <laughs> I was legitimately angry by the time I got into the city today because of the amount of races. I was like sitting there being like... So why didn't you just turn off and do something else? Because I wanted to play the fun racy game, Matt. <laughs> All right, anyway. All right. Um, um, so I yes. traded in. I traded in Sushi Striker and um, Go Vacation today. Go Vacation. Yeah. Oh, we'll never be able to skateboard around. What was the name of that island? Kauai. It, it like <laughs> it combined Kauai and Hawaii. I remember Kauai. Kauai. Yeah, Kauai. <laughs> we'll never be able to skateboard around Kauai Island ever again. Nope. <laughs> Unless you buy it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Shut up. I would have bought it off you for like. Maybe a ten. <laughs> All right. Well, I got like I got like twenty two bucks on it. Really? I got I got thirty something on Anthem. I got twenty two. <laughs> I guess after Alex, we should just not even talk about it. <laughs> I got thirty on Anthem. I got like twenty two on Go Vacation. I got thirteen on Sushi Striker. Wow, I'm surprised you got more than ten. I, I know, heard right? it, it's amazing and also kind of heartbreaking that a Nintendo game that you traded in on the most current system didn't trade back. For like thirty bucks, because well, usually Rob Nintendo traded in arms and he got thirty dollars. Yeah, yeah, well, Nintendo games always keep their value. Exactly. I mean, they don't drop the price. Yeah, because arms came out in June of, I mean, June of twenty seventeen. Yeah. Still, still getting your money back. Well, it's because still a sixty dollar game. Yep. <laughs> Nintendo ain't safe. Well, actually, anyway. no, actually, Nintendo put it on sale for forty dollars a few weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah. I think the, the well, digital version. They, they 40. do that every now and then. They do yeah. it for um, Splatoon too. They, they and they do oh, it for Splatoon as well. They do it for Mario vs. Rabbids a lot as well. Yeah, noticed. that game. Have you seen the Nintendo? Well, that's because it's a Ubisoft game. It's not yeah. actually yeah. a Nintendo game. Um, 
on the eShop right now, Mario vs. Rabbids Kingdom Battle is number two bestseller. Yeah, makes really. me very happy because that game is really good, and at the price it's at, mm-hmm. it's like a friggin' steal. It's twenty dollars to buy Isn't that it game. Like the gold edition, twenty dollars. Uh, the I gold just... edition you can find physically on sale for like twenty bucks. The digital one online, I think, is fifteen or twenty. Gotcha. And the gold edition, like I, I, I paid fifteen dollars for the Donkey Kong DLC that comes in the gold edition. Like <laughs> you should pick it up. Uh, but anyway, let's uh move right along, shall we? Sure. To indie news that wasn't in the direct. Sure. Uh, Castle, Castle Crashers remastered. Officially announced. Was that officially announced? Officially I don't, announced. I don't know if we mentioned it last time. We did not. Well, we mentioned that it looked like it was coming, but we right. have the official announcement. Uh, now we have the official announcement that it's coming. Um, it's got all the DLC. It's got it's got everything you ever want. Yeah, ca- the extra characters, funny. the extra weapons. Stuff. I really like Castle Crashers, and I don't know if you guys are planning to pick this I up, but I am, once, so I am definitely pick picking this game up. I think oh. this is just a great game to have on Switch. And I know it, I think it supports local co-op on one Switch, but we could probably all play it on four Switches probably. too. Uh, I love Castle Crashers. It's so good. My Steam handle picture is still the Barbarian. <laughs> when I played Castle Crashers alone, I had a level, I had a max level Barbarian character, which is like they're like the the first goon you come across, and when you beat the game for the first time, that's the character you get because the whole system is like beat the game with this character you unlock that character unlock the character beat the game with that character you unlock the third character and there's like a bunch of pathways like that and he's always the first one you unlock have to uh grind out all of those uh animal companions again oh yeah (laughs) i don't know i know barely anything about the game i just know you crash castles uh it's a it's like a it's very much like a classic arcade beat-em-up like where you're like running around the map and there's there's a bunch of different weapons, and basically, if you ever hold a weapon, you can go back to the like the, the armory, spending. and you can you every weapon you ever held is in there. So you're switching weapons; they have different effects. You can basically, when you level up, you level up your attack, your speed, which is also for your bow power, your magic, or your defense. Gotcha. And you're, you you can customize a character loadout that way. But the other thing is the animal companions, which have like passive abilities. Like you find just different animals in the map. You and if you find if you get the keyblade, which is just a key blade, you can go to the back room of the animal shelter and open the door that's locked. And in the dark is a tiny little beholder from Dungeons and Dragons, just staring at you with its big eye. <laughs> and it's like, hi, <laughs> and it joins your team. Oh my I god! I always liked the little ram because it's just this tiny like little little ram. He just he just Oops. runs into people. Yeah, the ram doesn't give you any power. He's just everyone's why just meow. And he like knocks someone down. Love it. Yeah, that game is that game is fantastic. I just I just want to have it. Oh yeah, I still need to play. Um, uh, Pit People came out. Oh, it did a couple years ago. Huh, I never played it. Yeah, right. I was because I was the because they had that they had um Battle Block Theater, and then they had Pit People, and I I like I think it was a Windows exclusive, which is why like I I didn't get it at the time. Mm-hmm. Well, also Castle Crashers is basically the only way we're ever gonna get Alien Hominid again because he's Ooh. in that game. True, I forgot what Alien is, Hominid's in that game. What the hell? It's another is. game that they made. It was the that. first game they made. It was on, I think it was Flash. It was made with Flash, so you can't yeah. port it to anything, uh, really. Yeah. On the Xbox, the only one to get, you can play as Alien Hominid, but you had to buy the Alien Hominid for Xbox 360 from the online store. Yeah, I think he'll be in this game, because he's, he's an, at one point, your Castle Crashers get sucked uh, up, but in a UFO, you have to fight the Alien Hominid. Oh my god. Um, but, I love that this studio does that, though. Like, all of their games, like, tie into one another. Oh yeah, like, it's really great. Cool uh, but yeah, so that's coming out. Um, my time at Porsche finally got a release date for Switch, April sixteenth. Which, it's funny because this game came out on on Steam, I think in December, and it seems like the reviews are like it's 
pretty good. It's like somewhere between. I believe it's on. I believe it's on mobile also. It's somewhere between Stardew Valley and Dragon Quest Builders, where like it's about building a town and fighting things. It's not really about farming, but there is farming. Oh, maybe it didn't. I guess I'm intrigued by this game, but I probably won't pick it up. I'm not gonna get that game. It. it do you remember that indie game, the the cat, the cat market, the night cat market? Oh, Neko's Night Market. Yeah, that one. That one's supposed to come I'm out in the spring of this year. Oh. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I, I have theories about Nintendo Nindie showcases that I'll save for later. Oh, Matt's got some conspiracies. Oh, They're not really conspiracies, but... Conspiracy. Anyway, uh, the uh, next piece of indie news yeah. is that one of my personal favorite indie games on the Switch, uh, Wizard of Legend, got the DLC to release on Switch for free. Yo. Oh, sweet. That's really good. The Sky Malibu, Palace comes Sky with um, a new Sky environment with a new Sky Magic Council member. I mean, air. So uh, now there's an airbender that you can fight. Cool. And, um, <laughs> it comes with a ton of new items. It comes with over 20 new spells. Sweet. And a whole new area. That's cool. And it's free, which and is my favorite free. kind of DLC. I love, I love that game to bits. One day we'll get there. <laughs> Rob, we're, so if you've ever heard of the game Nine Parchments on the Switch, it's a good one too. I'd recommend it. But I've had it since, like, the Switch launched, and I never beat it. Yeah. And now me, Rob, and Luke are playing through the whole thing. We're like, we're going to beat it. we got five levels left. You can do and it. after that, Rob, then we're beating Wizard <laughs> of Legend. Legend. We're not we've stopping. We've gotten close. We've gotten really we've far. Gone, have, you, have you made it to the third boss? Or... We've ma- I know. We've never made it to the third, third boss. boss. We've, we've made it, we've made like made it a third before. world, though. Yeah. Uh, another thing also just completely unrelated, but indie-related... Uh, that game, No Reload Heroes, which we played on your Switch a couple times. Cents. Yeah, it's like 50 cents right now. Oh, I picked mm-hmm. it up. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the next piece of indie news I would talk about, which is sales. a hot deal right now. Yeah, oh so there's God. a bunch of, of indie sales. Um, I tweeted out on the Twitter the other day that Horizon Chase Turbo was on sale because I really was excited about that. But yeah, some of the big ones, Firewatch, um, Darkest Dungeon, which I know yep. I didn't like, but Into I know the people wood, do. Or Night in the Woods. Inside. Night in the Woods. Moonlighter. Keep talking, nobody explodes. Salt and Sanctuary. Celeste? No, Celeste no. is not Celeste on, is on sale. And um, Blossom Tales is on sale. I think it's worth the $10. I guess. Uh, Thimbleweed Park, I hear, is good. Flint Hook, uh, I hear, is really good. Downwell? I think Downwell. Oh, Downwell, Downwell is not. I think Downwell is on sale, but it's not. not it's um, not related to this sale. Wondersong. Wondersong, Wizard of Legend is on sale. And Minute's on sale for $6. I want to take that Firewatch. game. Firewatch. What is Minute? Minute is a Zelda-style game, like a top-down Zelda. 60 second now yeah, you have 60 seconds before you die. It looks like Zelda with Tamagotchis. <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. It's a Devolver game, and apparently it's very good. It's not oh, very okay. long. Yeah. It's like, they say, you could probably beat it in like four hours, but it's like a very good months, game. Yeah. Um, apparently there's a guy who gets you on the boat, and his text bubble is really slow. And there's no way to speed it up. Oh my God. <laughs> so you got to get there early so he doesn't kill you. All right. Before oh, we great. move on to main news, Mike, I mean, Matt has to go and buy a video. Wait, hang no, on. No, wait, let's do our main news real fast. But wait, no, I have indie How much news. Is... Rob has an indie news. Rob okay. has news? Yeah, Among the Sleep got announced. Oh, um, that's right. I forgot. What? May it's 29th, a horror game. Oh. Among the Sleep. Um, It's a horror game that came, back, came out back in 2014. I enjoyed, um, I, I only ever got to watch a, le- a Let's Play of it, but they, um, they're doing an enhanced version that comes with an extra level and um, improved graphics all around. So, yeah, Among the Sleep. Play it's, as um, a little, you play as a little baby and you crawl through It's scary both worlds. psychological and jump scary. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, do we have? Do you have any other main news other than? I have one piece of main news. Okay, let's do one more main news real fast. Yeah. Um, and that is that. Konami oh, is yeah. um, having a couple anniversary special collections coming out. 
throughout the year. So uh, basically, Konami is releasing three anniversary collections. There's one of arcade classics, which has Haunted Castle, which is like a precursor to Castlevania. Mm-hmm. Typhoon, Nemesis, Vulcan Venture, Life Force, Thundercross, Scramble, Twinbee, and Bonus Book. Which oh, is just well, like it's just, it's just like extra. Info. It's got in like interviews and stuff. Yeah. So that's really cool if you like those. The ones that I'm more excited of, though, is there's a Castlevania anniversary collection coming to the Switch. So, yeah, tell Ooh, me about this I'm one. Really I heard about this, about. and so, what games are coming in it? We only know four out of the eight that are going to be there so far. We know ca- the original Castlevania, uh, uh, Castlevania 3, Castlevania 2. <laughs> I don't know why it's in that order. <laughs> because it's Castlevania 2. Although, to be fair, well, Castlevania 2, this is the Game Boy version. Oh, Belmont's which Revenge, is the not remake. Simon's Quest. So... The original Castlevania 2 was awful. What a horrible they night to re- have a curse. They remade it um, for the Game Boy. It's a lot better of the Game Boy version. And um, Castlevania 4. So the first 4, essentially. Okay. And there is a Mystery 4. Or I really soon 4. Let me put it this way. My, my interest in this game is 100% dependent on whether or not Symphony of the Night is one of those 4 games. Really? Yeah. I, I want to play them anyway because I've never played a Castlevania game. My phone just died, but the other... <laughs> The other collection <laughs> is Contra. Cool. Oh, dope. That I don't care and about. And there's going to be eight Contra, oh, I Contra love games. Contra. I didn't even know there were eight Contra games. Oh, yeah. No, there's a bunch of them. Uh, I have the original one. That's cool. That is a good, good time. Yeah, right? So I'm I'm excited for that. I'm definitely going to pick up the Castlevania one. Cool. I might pick up the Contra one. I'm probably going to skip the arcade one. I will skip the arcade one, definitely. Yeah. Uh, one more bit of news, and it kind of leads into the indie spotlight, but someone who represents Xbox said... To, uh, yesterday that there will be no Xbox like live subscription style stuff coming to Switch. However, Cuphead is not the only Xbox game that's coming to Switch this year. So... Ori. Oh, Ori and Bright Forest seems kind of like a, a dead sure, giveaway. Yeah. Ori's coming. There's no... But, there's, like, I like, wouldn't be surprised if come E3, Ori is like a shadow drop. Yeah. I just I this just makes me very happy because God if I can get Banjo on my Switch it's gonna happen. Oh my God. It's gonna, I don't know if that's gonna happen. No, no, like, no, it's gonna happen. But it's gonna be the 361 <laughs> where you make cars. Like I just don't I don't know like if all out of the Xbox games you could bring over right now I don't think a lot of people are going yo Banjo. Yeah, but can you like you're the honestly people? the first person I've heard bring up Banjo in this conversation. Well, it's just I like it's the precedent that this sets where. You know, it's not an Xbox One exclusive game made by Microsoft, but right. Microsoft owns the game. So they have the remastered versions of the first two games that they made and put on Xbox 360, and you can get them on Xbox One. Right. Just take that port and shove it on Switch. Do you think people won't pay $30 for it? Yeah. I'll pay $30 for it. I and I played Banjo-Kazooie for the first time in college. <laughs> I did too, and I didn't the, like it. Uh, what? You didn't like it? I didn't uh, like it. It was clunky. It is clunky. There are definitely issues mm. with it, but I enjoy the game. I want to support. They could also the, uh, the banjo in my right. life. They could also pair it with the Smash announcement. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> and Cuphead for Smash. All right, Rebels. Woo! Oh God. Okay, pause. Okay, we're back. One other thing before we start our full discussion on the indie spotlight. Uh, one quick thing, hot off the presses: Steam World Quest has a release date. Hooray! April twenty fifth. It's coming yeah. out. This is the the Steam World. It's like a card based battling system. There's a yeah, trailer yeah, up on yeah. Nintendo's website. Take a look if you're interested. Um, I'm excited. I'm more excited about Slay the Spire, but, I mean, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, maybe someday. Maybe so. It said spring, okay? 
Maybe some. June is still spring. <laughs> yeah, it is. Technically. And January is the 13th month of 2018, Matt. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, kiddos, this week we had... Oh, wait. There is one more piece of news. What? Which is the Sonic trailer. The Sonic Racing trailer. Oh, yeah. Sonic Racing got a big trailer. Uh, I was already excited for this game, and I'm very more excited for this game. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. Looks good. Uh, May anyway. 5th. May 5th, something like that. Yeah. Uh, it was just a customization trailer. I didn't know there was going to be customization. Never so did that I. was really cool. Yeah, I want to play around with my car. They also are doing the same thing they did for Sonic Mania, where they have, like, little, uh... I am a samurai. <laughs> are you sure? You said you're a ninja, like, four times. I am a samurai. <laughs> uh, shit, I don't remember what I was saying. Oh, they're doing, uh, they're doing animated, like, special things like they did for Sonic Mania. They did six for Sonic Mania. They're doing two for Sonic Racing. Oh, nice. Uh, one of them's already up. It's cute. It's got, it's got, uh, it's got a big cat in it, so. Need I say more? Yes. Froggy. Uh, Froggy. Froggy. Have you seen my friend Froggy? Uh, Froggy. anyway. Indie Spotlight. So, first one, Ooh. we. We're we, just gonna go in order, right? Yeah, we're just gonna go in order. First one was Cuphead. Uh, I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm very excited for this one. This is the kind of game that I would, if I had an Xbox, I would have picked up, but I don't. What about Windows? I don't have a PC that can game anymore. So, So it's cool. There's nothing really I think I want to say outside of Cuphead. It's more so, like I said before when we were talking about Xbox games, what this game can represent for the future that makes me Uh excited. Like, I I mean, I'm going to play the game. I'm excited to play the game. But I'm also excited to see what Microsoft and Nintendo are like doing. You don't have to drama pipe. It's just Cuphead. so like, perfect. Like, I, if, if you haven't played Cuphead before, like, play it. Yeah, it's a good fit for the Switch too. Yeah, I like. I love. It. I've I've beaten this game before, and I can't wait to buy it again. Like, I I just love this game. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's so good. Well, that'll be good. It's so good. Uh, the next one they they had. Oh, also Braille Fest. I just the, my favorite thing about April this 20, Cuphead. Yeah, April April eighteenth. And also, I like how they're just like. <laughs> Sorry, Sony. It's most. It's. I feel like it's less of like, hey, Nintendo, we love you. It's more like, hey, Sony. It's not yours. even a. Yeah, it's not even a sorry. It's like, come yeah. on, Sony. <laughs> <laughs> so that was cool. The next game they talked about was Overland, which is coming out in the fall of 2019. So it's like a tactics as tactics post is a poke post apocalyptic <laughs> procedurally generated procedurally generated strategy turn based game. That's a lot of buzzwords there. Where um events are randomly generated and the characters you meet are randomly generated yeah and i just think it looks super cool it, do you know the game uh oregon trail mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is based on oregon trail like but it's zombies. a zombie apocalypse yeah, yeah everywhere it looks a, like it looks like that but like a more of a game instead of a text it looks like game, that you know I'm mixed with almost like it, it looks like it has kind of like a um this war of minefield to it where you like you have your group of survivors that you care about anyway i can honestly say this is the, my most excited turn-based tactics game that's an indie game on the switch yeah i i honestly wasn't convinced but i was like that seems cool if like, it's, it's really neat. good i'll find out and i'll i'll check it out definitely you can get a dog <laughs> i gotta say overall i think this is the most like unique grouping of games that we've had in the showcase oh definitely you know and- what i mean because, like, I mean, I always have the same complaint when this joke is. It's kind of like, they all look the same. Yeah. They all have that crappy, like, 16-bit art. Yeah. It's just uninspired, unoriginal. But all these games, I thought, looked to some degree original. I really appreciate Definitely. it. Definitely. Uh, 
I will say this. I stopped counting how many times I said procedurally generated in this direct after four. Yeah, they said yep. a lot. I was like, yep. okay, I'm done. I thought I don't want to be sad anymore. It's just easier to make games that way. Yeah. Um, the next one up was My Friend Pedro, which I didn't realize was a console exclusive. Yes. Uh, it's coming out in June. Uh, we saw this game at E3 last year. Yeah, we've, I've seen this game so many times, like, announced in so many different places. That I just, like, I'm almost numb to it now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I'm excited to play it, but I'm not, like, I didn't see him be like, oh, like, yeah, my I, friend Pedro. I honestly thought this game was out already. Really? Like, oh, <laughs> I, I was like, oh, okay. And I, I was like, whatever. I feel like there were, like, a couple games in this direct that I feel like were just almost, like, trying a little too hard. Because I feel like my friend Pedro, like, it's, it's sitting there like, oh, yeah, it's like this physics-based shooter and you have a talking banana and it's gonna lead you through the world yeah i think so i think about this game is like i i get where their heart is i guess to say but nothing about it screams like this is super cool and i need to get this you know what i mean like it's just very like it's another one of those streamer games i think i and like rob will argue rob will argue there's some more finesse to it but it's one of those silly things like, haha, look what I'm doing. It's so funny. I to me, it don't seems think like, it's that yeah, at I all. I don't think so either. I think it's really like just a, you know, a, a 2D shooty bang bang game. But yeah. because you're on the skateboard, it lets you do like tricks and stuff. Yeah. It's not like, oh, look at the ridiculousness of this. I mean, yes, it's ridiculous. There's I no think, doubt. I, but it's a Devolver game. So to me, it's like, that's not what they're going for. You the know? way they've been marketing it, it's always seemed to me like, look how ridiculous this is. You know what I mean? Like, that's just the way they've well, been like, marketing it. The, the, the clip I saw today, I was watching gameplay footage today, and, like, the one clip, the guy's, like, he skateboards into a room, does a backflip off of the skateboard, shoots a stop sign, and the bullets ricochet off and hit a guy around a corner. Like, right. that's the kind of stuff you're going to do in the game. Like, yeah, it's, it's like a Deadpool game, but not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but I think it's it's it gives you the tools to do cool stuff. It's not going to be like, hey, watch all the cool stuff that this game throws at you. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm excited for this. Uh, I, I will probably pick this one up. Uh, but I do have to agree with you where I'm like, yeah, my friend Pedro, that's cool. There's just like nothing about it that screams to me. Yeah. This is also the first time Nintendo's ever shown it off. Is so, it? Are yeah, you sure? Because Devolver Digital just showed it off on their press conference. Said it right, but it has Switch. definitely been shown off in more places than just that press conference. Oh, yes. I, I know I've seen it more recently than that. We knew, we've knew we known it's going to be on Switch. It might have been in a sizzle reel maybe, but like that would be it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm excited for this game to finally come out, and you know, hopefully it's good. Yeah, I think hopefully. this might this might be one to wait for it to come out and see. Kind of, yeah, yeah. definitely a wait and see. Next one up was Neo Cab, which is that one where you're like the last cab driver. I you're the last. Yeah, that's I. I'm interested in this one. Ah, that doesn't surprise got, me in the slightest. Wrong. Well, no, it just <laughs> right, right. It reminded me a lot of Papers Please. I don't yeah. like. I don't see where you're getting the Papers, Please connection. I just don't see it. it. I think it's just the the world, like, oh, everyone, someone's watching you and all that kind of stuff. I don't necessarily I don't agree, think, but I understand where I you're coming I don't think from. it'll be the same level as Papers, Please, but it, I, I, like, I got that kind of vibe. But you're of not, I don't think you're making those kinds of moral decisions in this game. Like, that's what you don't? Papers, Please is based on. No, like, yeah, what no, papers, moral please decisions is, are you making? I don't know. They, they, there was this whole big... I yeah, mean, you have to keep you your emotions in check because you're the with... last human yeah, yeah, yeah. in there. And you're just, I mean, you're just, you're an Uber driver. Like, that's it. There's no yeah, moral yeah. choices to make. Yeah. It's more of a mystery game trying to figure out what happened to your friend. Yeah, and helping yeah. people with their problems. But I guess it's like, it does, from what it sounds like, it doesn't have, like, the gravitas of, are you going to let this person in the country is, like. Yeah, I guess, like, for me, like, the comparison of Papers, Please is coming from, like. The post-apocalyptic. The post-apocalyptic. And, like, it's your, 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 your stationary player. And it, I don't know, like, it. 
Like I said, I don't agree with you, but I understand where you're coming from. I don't. Is it? It's like it's like a civil war. I thought it was. Oh, is it in the future? I it's like it dystopia like, future where like oh, I was dystopian trying to, future. I thought it was a historically based game. Yeah. That's why Neo's in the title because it's. No, we're talking about we're talking papers, about please. papers, please. Oh, papers, please. I thought we were talking about Neo. Castle. It's oh, you're trying God. to get into that's, a fictional country. That's just dystopian. Yeah, no, papers, please is just uh, fictional yeah. civil war. It's not. Right. It's like people are trying to get out. Right, I'm saying Neo Cab is dystopian. Yes. 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 I'm saying that same like. This this world's entrenched in civil war. This world is in a post-apocalyptic, weird, okay. futuristic nightmare. Okay. Like it has this weird stress that everyone's watching you, sort of thing. I feel like the trailer just didn't show me what you like the actual gameplay looks like, and I feel like a game like that is gonna hinge very well, much. I don't on, know. Like, what the I don't know. I think is. that is the gameplay, and I think like I was telling you before, I think it looks like one of those old like like late '90s point-and-click adventures. I think it's very much going to be like that, where you're just choosing mm-hmm. what you're going to say, and you're trying to find things for the mystery. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, yeah. I think that's the game. Yeah. I, I agree with you on that. I think it's not not a not a minimalist game, but one of those yeah. games where like you're just making decisions and you're right. hanging out, which yeah. isn't. I mean, like that's not a bad thing for say. No, it's not. But when they make the end of the game, you having a car chase out, and it's the first time you ever had to do anything like active in the game. That's gonna be fun, right? <laughs> I like. I was saying to Rob, this looks like one of those games that I'm super interested in, but never going to play. Yeah. Like, unless this game gets glowing reviews, I'm probably not. I just, it up. I, I think like I don't know. I just feel like we didn't get enough information from the trailer that we got to like right. make any conclusive decisions about it. Like it. I'm not in love with it, but I, I want to... I, I, I'll pay attention if they throw more information out. Like, That's Yeah, funny. I get that. Yeah. Uh, the next one up was The Red Lantern, which is the other one with dogs. The Iditarod oh, one. Oh, man, I, I love this that, one. This is probably my, my this favorite This is the one. second is one probably... with the dying dog in it in this I know, and that makes spotlight. me upset. I'm like, why? Was, what's up with all the dead no, dogs? I don't... Look at my notes. What the hell? Puppy's dying. <laughs> it's in my notes. <laughs> I am super excited for this one. It looks like someone was like, you know, Firewatch. You know, Celeste, we're going to make a baby. Yeah, I, it sounds like it It does have the word procedurally generated in it, so I was like, it uh, but it did look, it looked interesting. I was excited, like, it seems very story-heavy. Well, it's, it's a narrative-driven survival game. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, you have my attention, Iditarod game. Uh, and this is the first game the studio's ever made, right? So yeah, yes. I'm excited about that part, too. Which is very, very interesting, and I don't know, I, I like... It reminded me of Firewatch a lot, and I really like Firewatch. I'm curious so. where you're getting Celeste from for this. Cold. The narrative. narrative. Not not just that, but the narrative, like the the overcoming the, the monologue thing. It was just very Celestie. I thought. Yeah. Okay. I mean, would you agree or would you disagree? Yeah, it's angsty. That Millennial. game's coming out in 2019. Yeah. Uh, yes. Red Lantern. Well, I think every game that they showed every off, game came out in 2019, but that one doesn't have a release date. Right. It just like, um, 2019. A couple of them don't. Yeah. Uh, the next one up was Darkwood. It's a survival horror game in the USSR, which has what words in it? Procedural generated. generated. Uh, that one's coming out in May. I I mean, you guys know I don't really care about survival horror games, but but it's this is more of a psychological horror than a jump scare horror. Yeah, I, I still don't care. Right. <laughs> it's just not the kind of game I'm into. Right. But I, I was mean, I was like this one. I think more than any other game that in the showcase, they just didn't show anything. 
Like they showed someone walking around and then talked to some creepy guy, but that was it. Like I, you don't know anything. You lay traps. Hi, there are monsters. Yeah, like, monsters. Like you don't know anything about this game. Yeah, as much as I wouldn't be excited about this because it's a survival horror game, I was really not excited about this because I, it, like you said, I was like, I don't even know what this game's really about. And it's kind of mad. But it's I'm gonna like, oh. make you yeah. feel uncomfortable. Probably. That's what I know about this. Game. I mean, I'm interested. Like this is another one of those games where I'm like, hey, if they do something cool with it. I'll probably get it, but until then, I'll just check out the reviews. Yeah. Uh, the next one up is coming out on April 18th as well. Poor game. It's yeah, I was like, that. that's awful. Uh, Katana Zero. When I saw this game, the way I think of it, it's like almost like Hotline Miami meets Braid, where you have, okay, this, you can only What's get Braid? her. Braid is, oh, it's an older indie game. You never played Braid? I don't think so. Braid is the one with the guy. He's like, if you've probably seen a picture of him, it's like very art, artfully crafted. He's like a dude in a suit. With like red hair, the the whole idea of the game is like each world is it's like a puzzle platformer game, and in like the first world he could like turn time back and forth, and you have to like figure out weird challenges that way, and all the worlds work like that. Gotcha. It was a very popular indie game when Steam was like not on the rise, but you know what I mean. It was like okay. one of the first games people were like, oh, indie game, Braid, because right, right. uh, this game has that same like almost Prince of Persia time pullback weirdness. Yeah, going well, on. I was thinking it looks kind of like Hotline Miami meets Dead Cells. Oh, so we're on the same. We're on the we're, same. We're on the same level there. I almost feel like I want to compare this game to um, to Pedro because I feel both of them are like the two D running through shooting guys. Or this is slash. This, this is samurai. Yeah, this is samurai. But I feel samurai. like I feel like this game. For the record, we're making samurai jokes because I just picked up Sekiro and I got a eight inch samurai sword letter opener. But I I, I okay. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, boy, that's right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You recognize, you recognize I don't that. recognize yeah. it. Oh. Well, Rob does. Anyway. anyway. Um, but yeah, no, I almost I want to compare this game to Pedro almost because I feel like Pedro is... Like, I don't know. Like, I, I wouldn't, they, they both have that um, side-scrolly, jumping-around action kind of thing. But I feel like this game just looks a lot more exciting to it's, play. This game, I think it just looks tighter. Yeah. And I think this game looks more... Um, looks more like it, it requires more i don't want to say more skill but more finesse almost you know what i mean like you need to be because this game you die in a hit yeah that's like one of the main gimmicks of the game like hotline miami but i don't think that's the case with my friend pedro i don't think so yeah. either. And, and i, I think I, like I, this game it just requires you to be very graceful you know what i mean mm-hmm. i feel like the difference between this and pedro it would be like the same thing if i was saying like um like a dark soul style game versus a game like bayonet Right. Where, like, yeah. one is, like, you're good at the game if you, like, look like you're kicking ass. And the other one's, like, you, you can't really... If you win the game, you look like you're kicking ass because it's just so hard to beat. Right, exactly. Uh, it, it looks interesting. They seem like they really want us to have some kind of, like, deep story with the time, like, oh, take your pills and go to therapy. Right, I just... I don't know. It like, seemed like that part was really shooed into the trailer, and I was like, okay, so you want us to just know this isn't, like... They, yeah, you, they want you to know this. This isn't, like, Fury or mm-hmm. one of those games where it's, like, just a boss rush battle game. I was like, okay, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> and, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I liked this game. I thought I thought it looked interesting, but, again, it comes out the same day as Cuphead, and I know which one I'm going to pick. Do you yep. know what I mean? <laughs> yep. Uh, next one up, Rad, which is coming out in summer nineteen. The way they like hyped up this game before they talked about it, I was watching. It, so I'm like, am I supposed to know what this is? <laughs> like, I was like really confused. Do you I... know Double Fine? No. 
You don't know Double Fine? I mean, I know I the two, I know the name. This is the thing. It's like when they're like, "Oh, don't, don't, don't make that joke. Make let them make." I was like, "Oh, am I supposed to know the joke?" And then you're like, they're talking about the game, and they're like, "Am I supposed to know the joke?" And I'm watching it. It's so I'm just because like, Double Fine is really cheesy, and they make stupid puns like that all the time. It's just like who the company is. So if you know the company. I was just like, so confused. I was like, am I supposed to know what this is? Yeah, so Ride looks fine. It looks cool. I, I mean, it's not... I don't know. This isn't really my game. But. I um went through and I watched um, some gameplay footage today. And I will say that after seeing the way the game plays, I am a lot more interested in this 100% game. 100% agree with Rob. I was like, oh, that's cool when I watched it in the direct. And then I saw the gameplay footage. I was like... Oh, that's cool. That's like legitimately cool. And I like, I was like, now I get it. Yeah. And that happens with a couple games in here. I watched gameplay for a bunch of games in here. Um, Katana Zero is that what it's called? Katana yeah. Zero. Katana Zero. Um, there's gameplay of that one also, and yeah. it's just like the first twenty five minutes of the game, and that just because the first twenty five minutes seems pretty slow. <laughs> like it almost works to a disadvantage. I was like, yeah, it was almost a disadvantage. I was like, oh, I like. I got how fluid it looked, and that made it look pretty cool, honestly. But mm-hmm. other than that, I was like, all right, come on. Like, it looks like, I, I don't need to go back a game, but Katana Zero looks like the kind of game that I, like, the way you play Turbo Racing Horizon 5000, Chase whatever, Turbo. whatever it's called. Yeah, that one. Like, where you're just like, I just want to play the game. I just want to play the game. You know what? I feel like that's the way I would be with a Katana Zero. I just, like, screw the story. I just want to play the game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Um, I w- like I don't know because the gameplay I saw for Red, like it, it like the, the the mutations look really cool as a mechanic. And I, I I told Matt this that I think the um, a lot of this game's success is gonna come in the variability of those mutations. I think they said that they have something like over twenty different mutations. Yeah, something like that. But then each mutation also has like almost like its own skill tree, and it can evolve and change in different ways. So like mm-hmm. the gameplay I watched, the guy got like a firearm. And then after the firearm, he got, um, oh, what did he get after that? He got, uh, he, like, uh, got, like, spores on his back so that he could throw and make poison clouds, like, but then he could, like, light the poison cloud on fire with his firearm, like, it was, like, And, it was, like, yeah, if, if you get those frequently. Yeah. And, like, because I watched some gameplay, I watched IGN's gameplay of yeah, it, yeah. and I watched someone else's gameplay of it, and some, uh, some other random YouTube channel played it at GDC, and they just didn't get a mutation. Like, really? They never found one. So... Well, like, you it don't, depends you don't, on... You don't find them. Right. It's like a level up bar. Yeah. Um, So it depends, because I feel like in the... in the I, I watched that IGM one. I think they got two mutations in, like, 15 minutes. But then they were also with someone who, like, knew how to play the game Right, they were well. with, like... So I, I, that might come with experience. Um, being so, like... yeah, I'm, I'm just interested in how that works. Because I, I do think you're, like... Something like that, how, like, depending on how interesting, like, the main mechanic of the game is, yeah. that's how good the game is going to be. Oh, definitely. I mean, that's the that's the thing that's supposed to bring you in, right? right exactly. <laughs> the game did have a really cool mechanic that I actually really did like as well, which if you watch the trailer, you know how there's, like, all, like, the plant life, like, blooming behind the characters as they run through the wastelands? Yeah. That is a, a mechanic they put in the game, actually, where um, if you run over that grass, you actually run faster, so it makes backtracking through areas a lot easier interesting um because they knew that like sometimes you go to a quest and it'll be like oh you have to cut back through this area that you've already been to and so to make it a little bit less of a hassle you get that little movement speed buff as you go through that and it also helps you figure out where you've been in levels and stuff too so yeah. I, just, that was just a neat mechanic cool um so i am looking forward to that to rad interesting uh the next one up was creature in the well which is coming out in summer 2019 along with rad by the yeah. way summer 2019 uh so this one's the sequel to yoku's island express <laughs> <laughs> 
What? Because Yoku's Island Express is like a pinball Metroidvania, so everyone's oh, like, is. oh, this is the sequel to Yoku's Island Express. I didn't even know that. It's just a pinball is a genre now, I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah, I thought this game looked so cool. Yeah, I mean, I never played Yoku, and it has a demo that it's I need to download. It's not the same developer. No, it's not, but like the idea of a, like pinball as a concept, as like a, okay, that's just how you move around in a certain type of video game was really interesting to me, and it's gotten really good reviews, so I'm actually really excited for this one. I'm yeah. really, I, I just thought... And there's gameplay of this one out there also. Yeah. yeah. And the yeah, gameplay yeah. again, the gameplay just made it look cooler. Too. Yeah, 100. percent It's gonna. It's this one. My this one. The one I might have to pick up. Like. Yeah, on, I think I'm gonna get this one too because it it does look really yeah. cool to me. I I'm interested to see too because they they talked about it's not just like oh I have a bat and I'm hitting pinballs but there's all different weapons and they right. get different play styles. And I was really cool. I was ta- I wasn't talking to you. I watched an interview <laughs> with the developers of the game. You weren't talking to the developers Sadly, of the game? no. I was not talking to the developer of the game. Okay. But he was talking about how um, they wanted to make... I think it was a two-person team that made this whole game. Oh, wow. But one of them was saying that um, they wanted to make a dungeon crawler that wasn't ultra-violent. Okay. So it was like, here's the dungeon crawler. You don't kill anything. Interesting. And I'm like, wow, that's really cool. And he's like, so we were just trying to find as many ways to play with that idea. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's really cool. Cool. Uh, the next one, listen... Every every direct has the game that nobody cares about. Remember Unruly Heroes in the Indie Spotlight in January? <laughs> well, can I introduce you to its best friend? Bloodroots? Bloodroots. You think so? I don't I know. I was like, I'm sitting here like, wow, Rad looks really cool. And I was like, why am I supposed to care about Bloodroots? Honestly. Like, I don't really care about Rad, but I was much more excited for this Rad. One's got, this one's got gameplay out there, too. And I, uh, like, you, you compared like, Katana Zero to my friend Pedro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just... In the sense of tone and style, I would compare this game, at least what we saw in the direct, to, to my friend Pedro. Mm-hmm. I was not, I was not intrigued by this game. I feel <laughs> like the morals of the story for most of these games that we talked about is the trailer was okay. And I need to see the gameplay. Yeah, I because mm-hmm. I watched a gameplay for this one, and I'm actually a lot like I hated the trailer for this. But yeah, I, they did a terrible presentation like, job of this game. The the gameplay of it. The way that I, I saw it explained was that it's almost like Devil May Cry, where it's not about getting from point A to point B. It's about getting from point A, point a to point B in the most stylish way possible. Yeah, so exactly. Like, like Everything in, is a weapon. In the gameplay I watched, like, the guy, like, kicks over a barrel, like, walks walks on top of the barrel, like, knocks two guys over, kicks the barrel into someone, grabs a carrot, stabs a dude with a carrot, throws his axe, chops a guy's arm off, hits the guy with another, with the guy's arm, like... Hmm. And it's all about doing these stylish combos with all, like, it's anything in the environment can become a weapon that you can use is right. kind of the idea. Interesting. But, like, the trailer, I think, I thought, like, I mentioned that I thought Pedro was trying a little bit too hard. This, I feel like this trailer was, like, trying so Way hard. too hard. Like, he was a man who was wearing a wool, like, I don't know. I'm like, like you're I, trying to be so cool right now, please stop. Like, like, I feel bad because, like, you're, what you're saying, it makes it sound a lot more interesting. Yeah, yeah. But there will be so many people out there who will have seen this direct and been like, what the hell is this yeah, crap? Exactly. And this game might not do well because of that, which is a like, pity. Like I okay, so like here's here's the here's the comparison that I want to make. Like I I feel like a game like this and like Pedro, I feel like are trying to be cool. When a game like um, Katana Zero just looks cool. Like mm-hmm. it, it's not it doesn't look like it's trying to impress. Like it's just like here's the game, here's the mechanics. It's this is what we're gonna do. It's like you said, it's a lot tighter. Yeah. Anyway, uh, okay, so the next game, next game was game. Pine. Pine, which is coming here's... out August 2019. Would you like to count the frames in its trailer? I can <laughs> count them. Yeah. <laughs> I was... <laughs> I watched, I've watched the Direct twice. I watched it on my phone both times. So I didn't really notice on my phone, honestly. I noticed on mine. I noticed on mine. This but... game 
I don't know. Listen, I... the idea of this game sounded really cool. Yeah. I liked yeah. the concept. I liked what they were talking about, and I liked it as long as I wasn't actually looking at my phone. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, because I noticed it, like the gameplay itself looked a little clunky. Like he was riding around on like a horse thing every now and then, and just the way the horse moved was like. It's a little off, I thought. <laughs> For some reason, I'm thinking about the horse moving around and everything. You know, that game, everything. Rolling around. Oh, I love that game. Oh my god. Um, um no, I just, like I like I was looking at the game and I was like, this definitely needs a little more polish. But like I like you said, I like everything they were saying. It almost reminded me. Um, we we're big fans of the board game Root, and it almost reminded me like of. A very similar kind of environment as the, a little as bit. the game where there's a all these different bit. animal factions, and you're essentially just playing as the vagabond, going around and like helping certain factions yeah. and messing with others. Yeah. Again, I think I don't want to discount this game because it didn't look good, but if they're gonna go as stylistically detailed as they are, and they it need to like make it was it... ambitious too. Yeah. If if they're gonna do it like that. I give them credit for trying, and I think if the game is really good concept wise, it'll be good. But if the game like looks like crap and is really it's is like running at twelve runs, frames, yeah, yeah. If it's running at like twelve frames per second, we're gonna have a problem. I don't care how good the game is. Yeah. If it looks like if it looks bad, but the game is really good, then we'll have to forgive it. But I just I'm nervous about this game because I think they might have a really good idea here, and I'm worried that they just maybe bit off a little too much. Right. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, the next one, though, so this is the Super Crate box, yep. Nuclear Throne. Looks neat. Blambeer Arcade, Ultra Bugs, all these, they're all kind of in one slot yeah, together. Yeah, so, I mean, Super Crate box is a game by itself that has co-op for the first time. Cool. More than anything else. It's just, it's just an arcade tower up and down kind yeah. of game. Um, and then there's Nuclear Throne, which is like a roguelike. Which looks okay. Saw, that which one's out today. Neat. Or, uh, it, it, it's it, out by the time you listen to this for sure. Oh, God. No, it was... It was <laughs> I said listen to it three days in the past before we recorded. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, impressive. Show me how. Yes. Um, Looks cool. Um, Now, Ultra Bugs itself, I thought looked kind of neat, but they said it was only one part of a bigger, like, arcade bump. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, I like the idea of that. Yeah, I really like the idea of that. I don't know if I'm going to get it, per se, but... I did think it was a cool idea. Yeah. Yep. Seemed cool. Uh, the next one up was Swim Sanity, which I <laughs> I respect them for waiting until the end of the trailer to say the name of this game because I understand why. <laughs> to um, me, this game looks good. It's it's another one of these shooty-shooty games, you know? Yep. Like, the the people who like this kind of game aren't going to see this and be like, yep, and they'll buy it. I need... <laughs> if I have a Tate mode switch that turns sideways, I would I would buy it. I need to see more gameplay of it. Oh, I'm, I'm not buying this game. There's I, no way I'm buying this game. I have been itching for another four-player multiplayer game. Oh, no. We haven't, we haven't had one in a while. Astro Bears can only get us so far. <laughs> oh, Astro Bears. I, 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 I'm like, ooh. Yeah, maybe this is it. Well, it's coming out in the summer, so you have to wait yep. a little bit. But uh, Speaking of games coming out in the summer. <laughs> Are you jumping games? Stranger Things. You jumped a game. I did? Yes. What did I miss? Blaster Master Zero 2. Oh, I did miss Blaster Master Which is out today. Yeah. Uh, I played the demo for Blaster Master Zero when the Switch was first out. Yeah, it was I a enjoyed it. For the original. Yeah. Uh, to, to see a sequel for this, it's like, because Blaster Master Zero was like a remastering of the original Blaster Master, right? Yes. And then to say like, oh, we're making a sequel to our, you know, our, to our remaster version. of an old game. Yeah, it was. I was interested. I was excited. But what merely made me excited is this game came out for ten dollars. I was like, okay, mm, yeah. now I'm really interested. <laughs> uh, 
I don't. I didn't really. I don't have much to say about this one though. I don't know if you guys have a lot to say. Um, no, no. no I mean, it looks neat. Yeah, that's it looks. It looks say. very neat. I feel like that's the headline for this direct. Is just that, it, that it looks really neat. is. <laughs> well, no, direct. no. It's one of two things. It looks neat, or it looks neat, comma. But you have to watch the gameplay trailers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I've got more thoughts that I'll save for the end of the end of the discussion. Yeah. Uh, so but, speaking um, of summer, like Matt was saying, uh, July fourth is um, Stranger Things season three, the game, and yeah. also season three. Yeah. This ge- This was. I mean, I think they announced. Th- I mean, we had this at the Game Awards. We knew this was coming out. I think they did this because Stranger Things two, uh, Stranger Things three's trailer came out the, same, the day. same day. I'm sure so there was some coordination. Between yeah. There wasn't like, there another Stranger Things trailer that dropped at the same time as this? Hey, listen. Another Stranger Things trailer dropped the same time as this. Oh. We just, just said literally that. just literally sorry. No, no, I thought that as you were the talking. person as the person who is editing this, I demand you to go back and clip that out and replay it again right after you like, said that. Okay, listen, I saw you know, like a you can put like a like a pass. like one of those. Do you I messed up. I thought that we were talking about the first time this game got announced, and I zone. I totally zoned. Yeah, out I for said a hot it got announced at the Game Awards. Yeah. Oh, and also, and then we just said I heard, came out I heard that Game day. Awards, and I heard trailer. Oh my god! I didn't hear the end. Also, hey, at least oh. you listened to me, Matt. <laughs> You're welcome. Some of that. Okay. Right. I'm not really excited for this. Whatever. I'm not either. I just, I don't know. I'm oh like, boy. Why? Yeah. Who? Like, my, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I keep seeing people talk about it. Like, who wants this game? Yeah, who's like, the market for this game? I am not asking for a game. But people like, who own stri- Switches that are also huge. There used to be like, a mobile Stranger Things game mm-hmm. that went through. I think. I guess maybe the first two seasons. I don't know. But there was a mobile Stranger Things game. Yeah. Well, it's just odd to me to see these because, like, nowadays, like, you don't see a lot of movie or television tie-in games because most of that stuff's in the mobile space now yeah you know you don't see you don't see but, cars 3 the game on nintendo switch you well, see the cars 3 game app so to see stranger things coming out here i'm like okay this is a game is an 80s themed game yeah based off of a show that takes place in the 80s you know what i mean like that they're banking on that nostalgia like oh my god this is so cool you know what i mean yeah and i'm sure it will do fine i, I, just, I don't think it'll be a very good game i don't think so either it's more so about the property that exactly. it's important. But I don't know. I don't really care about this one. And that was the whole uh, indie spotlight. There was no other games to talk about. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> Not at all. All right, so Cadence of Hyrule yeah. is another game that was announced. Yes. Uh, so before we start, have either of you ever played Crypt of the Necro Dancer it's before? been sitting in my wish no, list. No, but I've thought about it many times. Yep. Well, now you're really thinking about it, aren't you? Yes, yep. So, as the only person in this room who has played Crypt of the Necro Dancer, uh, for those who haven't played it, it's very clear from the trailers and if anything you've seen before, and if you're yeah. willing to Look, download knew, the Japanese I, eShop, there's a demo for the Switch I on the Japanese eShop. I knew that it was Crypt oh, wow. of the Necro, Necro Dancer game before it flashed the title. Like, I, I, I know the game. Well, I, I mean, just, like... said, the first thing, Rob, was from the creators of Crypt of the Necro Dancer. I hope you can figure that out. Yeah. That was the first thing they showed. Listen. Uh, I really liked Crypt of the Necro Dancer. It, it was a roguelike, and while I appreciated what it was doing, the issue I had with the game was 
basically the game is put split into four worlds or five worlds one mm-hmm. of the two and the jump between the second world and the third world difficulty wise was very big and so was three to four and i just didn't have the patience like i was like i like this game i like what it's trying to do i don't care enough to get better enough at this game that i consistently get to the third and fourth worlds but i really liked the style gotcha so now that we're seeing cadence of hyrule which is from what I understand, not a roguelike. It doesn't look like it's a roguelike. I mean, it's a, it's a Zelda game. Yeah, it's a almost, Zelda game. So it can't be, really. Yeah, so it looks like it's like a full-on adventure game with these characters. You know, I mean, obviously the, the main girl, but then also Link and Zelda. Zelda having her Smash Bros. moveset, which is pretty cool. Yeah, uh, that's cool. I, I, I'm more interested in this because they can craft, you know, what weapons you're getting, what attacks you're doing, and what enemies you're fighting much cleaner than a roguelike procedurally generated game would have and that makes me very excited yeah because i felt like the the concept was really good the game was polished but i just didn't like the way it was set up overall and to have it like this makes me very excited plus it's zelda it's super like just the fact that something like this exists yeah and i we didn't talk about it but i do remember a week or two back there was a rumor that there was another smaller Zelda game coming to the eShop this year. And people were like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> it's this. Which is coming out in the spring of 2019. Yeah, so I mean, it can come out. It can come out any like day a now. a month from now. Yeah. Which is really cool. Um, I can see this being the E3 Shadow Drop game. Hmm. You think so? It could be. Well, I mean, by E3, it's, it's summer. No, it's June. Not, well, that's not what Arm says. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um... Listen, this is, ever since this year got one less month than it was supposed to because of Kingdom Hearts, anything's up for grabs, man. Um, I just, like, just the, fa- like, what this represents, I think is really cool. Yeah, the idea yeah. of saying, hey, we're going to make an indie game, but it's a Zelda game. Like, right. that's it's not like... like Nintendo saying, yeah, we love our indie developers. You know yeah, I mean? it's not saying, hey, you know, this is a game with Zelda characters in it or a Zelda costume, because apparently that's how it started. They were like... We want to make a game, but can we make, like, Zelda and Link as, like, you know, extra fighters for the Switch version? And Nintendo was like, no, let's, um... Make a full game. Let's let's like... make this. And they worked with Nintendo. And this is this this developer, this is the second game they've ever made. The only other game they've made is Necrodancer. Right. So, now, like, my question on this is just, like... Ganondance, yes. What? Ganondance. <laughs> it or Dancendorf. Dancendorf. Yeah. I hope it's not Dancendorf. Oh. <laughs> let's be honest we know it's gonna be friggin vati because if it's not a serious zelda game it's always <laughs> damn vati <laughs> oh, oh my god <laughs> we're in the timeline this is no um where's this going the timeline Matt? <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta go near a link to the past um, this is right. This is right after everything gets rebuilt after the end of Breath of the Wild, and Cass is the only one left alive. He starts playing, and then he and becomes Ganondorf. No, he's not <laughs> dancing. <laughs> um, no. Anyway, <laughs> is this really an indie game? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Is how, it indie how much is, it indie? is Nintendo? I would say. Helping? I would say this is more of an indie game than Stranger Things is. <laughs> yeah. It might be, yeah. I, I think it's it's one of these games that, like, I and mean, Nintendo does this for a lot of their games. They're like, well, this is an indie game. This is your project. But we're watching everything you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. We're critiquing everything it's you're like doing. Disney and we're giving you money. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, it's like, it, this is your thing, but we're, we're, we're watching, watching you yeah. because you're doing something. It's like, I mean, but Mario I mean, Rabbit that's what, the that's same what a thing. publisher does. Like, yeah, a publisher watches you. They have, like, they have mommy and daddy's credit card. 
Like, yes. And someone's here's, watching here's everything they do. Here's credit card. We know what you're well, spending like, what it saying on. Is, indie means there's no publisher. You're self-publishing the game. Well, it's indie developer. If you can, you know, you can be an indie developed game, but I mean, it's not published by Nintendo. It's more like it seems like it's overseen by Nintendo. Right. You know, Nintendo's not putting everything together, but they're probably saying, "Hey, you know, you can use our assets. You can use some of this stuff." That it's it's right. it's not Samus Returns, where it was like, "Okay, this is your game, but we're watching over you, and we're paying for everything, and we're doing this, and we're doing that." Right. You know, it seems more like symbiotic in in their relationship. Mm-hmm. But yeah, between this and things like Starlink and Mario and Rabbids, it makes me excited that Nintendo's willing to say, hey, can you help us fill out our schedule and work with some of the greatest video game characters that we have with a period at the end of it? And the other thing about this is that I think announcements like this and Cuphead in a showcase like this takes away from everything else. Yes, yeah. Because I was like, it's like, it's like you show up at your your elementary school talent show, and you go, "I'm gonna sing a song, but my dad's gonna sing with me, and he's an opera singer." You yep. know what I'm saying? Like Nintendo just like did this in... happen to you at some point? That this is a very specific <laughs> metaphor. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, it's just like like it's like going to your high school talent show, <laughs> but your dad is Ganon dance. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, stop dancing <laughs> trying to kill kids in green hats. <laughs> but I got what you're saying. It's like the indie show, the indie spotlight is always exciting because it's indie games. You know, that's right. what it's all about. And when you Google like this showcase, like we did it earlier when yeah. Rob and I were eating dinner, it's like the first two things that come up are Cuphead and Cadence of Hyrule. And Cadence of Hyrule. And that's the stuff that everybody cares about. And I just don't think that's fair to all those other indie games. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because those are those are games that people are just like I'm putting my passion into this. And I'm not saying, like, there was a lot of passion in Cuphead. Don't get me wrong. But Cuphead is a big enough title that it could have gone in the E3 Direct. You know what I mean? Yeah, it could have stood on its own. It didn't yeah. need to direct. But the, like, the only thing that I could think of is that there's not a direct before April 18th. And they're like, well, we want to get this out by April so-and-so. So we got to put it here. Yeah. I mean, I think Cadence of Hyrule being here is important. Because it really clarifies... You know what this is and what Nintendo's willing to do. Yeah, I'm happy it's there. But yeah, with Cuphead also being there and bookending it with these two really major releases, right. I can understand why someone would be like, you know, I feel bad. You know, I feel bad for you know poor Blood Roots. You know, yeah, it's right? like ah, poor Wolfskin man. Poor poor murderous Wolfskin <laughs> man. A dude with you a know carrot. what he needs. <laughs> He needs a good a good powwow again and dance. Yeah. <laughs> Poor you're Pine all... is sitting there, it's crying in all eight of its frames. <laughs> all... Again and dance just comes in at like one frame and then it just... <laughs> yo, It's like a stop motion yo, dance. Yeah. You remember the red lantern Not when it gets second, one per minute. You know the bear that pushes you over in, in Red Lantern in the trailer? You know that who kills that bear? It's Ganondance! <laughs> <laughs> to like kill you you just hear like music coming out of the woods god if the end of this game has a dancing ganon i'm going to cry oh, i'm gonna be so to. proud of myself it has to oh boy oh god oh man well yeah but yeah overall i think the the spotlight was good but like what you said i think no matter what they put in the middle of this it would have been like this is not gonna get the buzz yeah, because exactly. even think about the indie spotlight from earlier in the year you know it had it had some bigger games i mean for some reason ghost simulator was a big deal 
uh or the new game coming out from the guys who made uh not hollow knight the the atmospheric game which one am i talking about i don't know oh yeah not yacht club <laughs> uh chucklefish chucklefish's new game that they were doing oh were yeah, 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 yeah you're right you know stuff like that no matter what you put in those games would have been overshadowed by these two and i'm happy that we had gotten that one first because it shows to me that hey nintendo's willing to mess with the formula but it's not like this is how indie spotlights are from now on you know, so uh, overall, I think it was good. I hope this isn't always the future for indies because now, of kind of where it puts those ones in the middle. Here's the other thing that I always like to bring up when we talk about these indie showcases is that I feel like a lot of games get announced at these indie showcases and they never get mentioned again. Like they just fall into obscurity. Yeah. Like I'm going to bring up the list of games from the, um, the January from one. The January one now. And a bunch of them were either released, like, day of or released a couple days later. Or never heard from But them then again. there were a bunch of other ones that were just, they're just gone. Like, who knows? Rest in peace, Cross. So, remember, um, SteamWorld Quest just happened to, like, just now get a release date. So. Yes, it did. Um, so that one, that one counts. Goat Simulator got shadow dropped that day. Unruly Heroes got shadow dropped that day. Unfortunately. When Ski Lifts Go Wrong got shadow dropped that day. Wargroove came out a couple days later. Wait, when Skeelifts Go Wrong came out? <laughs> yeah, it was a Shadow Drop. Okay. Yeah. Um, Double Kick Heroes, remember that one? Which one? Was Double, that, the, that was the, like, the metal the one? The one where you were like on the back of the truck and there it was, was like, the a music metal one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, see, like you just forget what it is. Yeah, but I mean, in... in... Summer 2019, quote Yeah, in, in its defense, I'm like, you know, this will be the game that will come up in the... Um, this will get its release date in the sizzle reel in the E3 presentation. And then there was Inmost, remember that one? Inmost was the one I was talking about. That's the Chucklefish one, right? I don't I don't remember if it was Chucklefish. It's the like the atmospheric, like dark Oh one. yeah, it yeah, is with three yeah, 2019, yeah, yeah. quote yep. unquote. No, twenty nineteen, that's not happening, it's Chucklefish. Crosscode twenty nineteen. <laughs> Crosscode. Well yeah. Well, they they never did they give twenty nineteen. Forager either? coming soon. Oh. Yeah, they gave they gave Crosscode twenty nineteen. But, like, all these games, it's like, yeah, it'll be here eventually. And, like, you could probably go back another one. Um, well, the last one, we had that last time. And there a lot of them had already come out. There was, like, two or three that, like, had disappeared off the face of the earth. And I was like, I don't really care about those ones. So I'm not really, I'm not really that bummed. This is, like, the last time. I think the last time when we you said, um, what was it, Bad North? You're like, was Bad North ever came out? I was like, it came out that day, Matt. Yeah, that one, that one was out. <laughs> So, yeah, so the the last, the, the Indie Highlights in before this one was August. August. So, Night Call, which was early 2019. I think that one did come out, didn't it? Night Call? Night Call, I think it did. Yeah, Monster Boy The Cursed Kingdom, November 6th, it had come out. It's out. Uh, Gardens Between was September, it came out. Streets of Rogue was 2018. That one did come out, I, did, I know. That one came out. Uh, Bad North came out right away. Uh, Everspace is out. Children of Morta. That's one we haven't heard about. We that heard one, about that one disappeared. Morta. I was excited for that one. Um, Samurai Gun 2. Uh, Baba Is You. Baba Is You. <laughs> Baba Is You came out that date. one. Uh, Maniko's Night Market didn't Well, Maniko's Night Market has been announced for the Switch before that came out. It's been, it's been floating but around still, for a it's, while. But still, it's disappeared. Yeah. Slay the Spire came out that one. <laughs> it disappeared. Well, yeah, but that one should come out. Because it didn't... See, Slay the Spire didn't actually release on Steam until January. It was right. out on Early Access, but it just launched in January. So that one uh, I'm okay with. The it. World Next Door, which is that puzzle game, remember? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> this one? 
Nope, don't remember that. Well, that was supposed to come out early 2019. It was delayed. Level Head, I don't remember what oh, that Oh, God, was. this is the one that had Morphe's Law in it. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> um, King of the Hat, early 2019, delayed. Uh, Untitled Goose Game, got delayed. Well, yeah. oh, but that one, Goose you game. can't say that one we didn't hear about, because we did hear about Untitled we Goose Game. We did hear about it. Uh, Desert Child, <laughs> something, I don't even remember this game. Desert Child. Well, it came out in December. December did it, though? It probably did, but judging by us, our reaction on the game, it probably wasn't very popular. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. These indie things are good, and when you're working with small studios, I wouldn't be surprised if the game got delayed or we don't hear anything about it. You know, the big the big joke of last year was how Wargroove was never going to actually come out. The only reason that we knew anything about it was because Chucklefish was the, was the publisher and they had a developer blog that they were posting on all the time. You know, I, I I get what you're saying. Like sometimes you get these these indie games that you hear about and then you never hear about again. Right. But I feel like usually the ones that are good are either like I'm gonna get Shadow Drop today, or you do hear about them again. You know, I mean like Hollow Knight. We knew Hollow Knight was coming for Switch, but we didn't hear anything about it since February of that year, and then it came out in the E3 day. You know, so I'm I, I like these events, but yeah, there are definitely some of the the games that were like. Yeah, they don't come out. Yeah, I like but... I like them too, but I'm like, there's some games that look really cool to me, and I'm just like, all right, I fell through the cracks. All right, like Children of Mortal looked really cool to me, but who know, who knows where it is? Yeah, well, it's hard to get that boost. I mean, if you're getting that huge boost from Nintendo in an indie hi- highlight, no matter what you do, there is no way you're gonna get that num- that amount of boost again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, Nintendo has probably so much power. They look through so. You know how many people must reach out to them about? Hey, our indie game's coming out on Switch. Can you put us in the indie highlight reel? Yeah, it probably happens. Yeah. So they probably just pick things that they think are interesting, and I'm sure plenty of them they figure out, you know, later on, oh, this isn't actually going to happen. Because, mm-hmm. unfortunately, that's the nature of this kind of business in an indie right. scene. But, I don't know. I don't really have much else to say about the highlights. Yeah, no, they were they were cool. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, Matt, we, we this podcast is going long because you had to go get Secure Shadows Die twice, so I want to go to bed. Yes, I did. Uh, and I can't wait to play. Good. With can't this... wait for you to not play Xenoblade Chronicles 2 again. You just made me happy to make me sad. Sorry. Uh, so, Rob, as as the show guest, do your fun facts first. Oh, boy. Um, well, you know, as I always do, I, I do my animal facts. Um, and I totally came up with an animal fact for today. And, oh, um, my animal fact is a uh, fun fact about alligators. Because I just looked over and saw your King K. Rule amiibo on the shelf. Oh, man. You know, alligators hibernate, but like not like I'm going to sleep in a cave. They, when it gets to the dry season, they'll bury themselves in mud and just fall asleep in the mud and let it dry over them until it rains and softens and they crawl out and stuff. So, like, in Florida, you can be walking over dry land and you could be... Stepping, stepping on, on alligators? Stepping on alligators. Huh. That's How? really interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a trap inch. Yeah, it's like uh, a trap. <laughs> no, it's not, but we Trapping just let him have it. Different, have it. different animal, my friend. Different animal. I know it's a different animal. Matt, what's your fun fact? Um, all right, this one might be a little too much, to, like a little TMI. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh no! But when you um, oh no, is this what you texted me the other day? So, <laughs> coffee kids sometimes makes you have to go number two a lot. This is not what you told me about. Oh, it, well, when you have to go number two, you you tend to fart. <laughs> this is what you told me and so like when you when you start coughing uncontrollably just like keep in mind that you might have to fart because you might let one loose really loud right at your desk 
he texted me this, it made my day. It literally made my day. Let's see. 8.30 in the morning, and I wanted to go home. I just, <laughs> I, to be fair, I want to go home before that. So yeah. like, you should, you should have just kept going and been like, okay, might as well let him kick me going. out. This, I, I am still two years old, so I found this hilarious. Um, my fun fact is something I just found that was really interesting. I was on the eShop last night. Um, the top 14 sell, uh, the top 15 selling games on eShop right now includes Final Fantasy VII, which I just think is really funny because it means there are games that came out yesterday, games that are on sale for like 50% off that are good games, but the pre-sale of Final Fantasy VII still has more <laughs> copies sold than them. And I just really wanted to bring that up because I think it's really funny when a game that's not, you know, Mario Odyssey or, you know, Breath of the Wild is pre-selling higher than these games. Right. Uh, but that's all I have for that. Yes. Yeah. Cool. But that's our show. So if you want to reach out to us, you can reach out to us on Twitter. We're at Pink Gold Peeps on Twitter. You can also email Matt Hate Mail at pinkgoldpeeps at gmail.com. You can follow us on SoundCloud. You can follow us on iTunes under Pink Gold Peeps feed. Uh, we have fixed the issue with iTunes that the episodes weren't going up before, and they were now. Uh, if you have uh, anything you want us to talk about, feel free to message us. We'll be happy to talk about something. Yeet. If there's something you want to hear about on an episode for our main discussion topic. Additionally, thank you, Rob, for editing the show every week. Uh, thanks, Rick's Record, for making our opening. R-I-C-K-S-R-E-C-K-C... Damn it! R-I-C-K-S-R-E-C-K-A-R-D. If I'm not looking at it, I can never spell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Rick's Record on SoundCloud. Thank you for making our opening. That is what I'm trying to say. Uh, and that's that's the show, right? That's it. Okay, uh, cool. As the samurai say, my friends, ciao. No, they say Ganon dance. Ciao. What? You gotta cut that out. It doesn't work if you don't see it. <laughs>